Here we go. Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, let's just be completely honest about this. This show, as of yet, has not won any kind of major awards. No. We haven't won anything yet. It's only a matter of time. And when you hear the competition that we're going to do in the final hour of tonight's show, that could be the turning point. <laughs> Somebody tweeted uh, during the show saying, uh, I've no idea what's going on, but it's got me chuckling. Great feature. That's exactly what you need to win an award. Let's do this. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Ten points. You've got to shout it out. If you say it in your head, it doesn't count. Ten points if you can tell us what this theme tune is. Shout it out. What is it, Richie? Crossroads! What? Gladiators. It is gladiators. <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Imagine the music at Crossroads. <laughs> Benny just smashing through a window. <laughs> I'm going to kill every last one of you. <laughs> uh, gladiators is making a comeback. Don't know where that Benny impression came from. <laughs> Gladiators. It's like your David Coverdale <laughs> yesterday. I, I've, I've had David Coverdale living in my head since last oh, night's show. Dear. Get the podcast. It went very weird last night. But Gladiators is making a comeback. Uh, it's been off our screen since 2000, which is unbelievable, isn't I it? I love Gladiators. Was it proper Saturday night? So good. Chicken in a basket TV, mm-hmm. sitting there watching with your parents or whatever. And if you, I mean, maybe if you're for a certain age, you've got no concept of what Gladiators is. Do you or, know what I mean? Or Crossroads. Or Crossroads, for that matter. So just to kind of lift it off the internet, it involves contestants battling against a gladiator in a number of events to secure points for the final event called the eliminator and it was people wearing spandex it was the the first time i heard the phrase pugil sticks yeah have you ever heard pugil sticks since i've never heard it since Uh, but this is the interesting thing the people behind gladiators have put out statements on social media today and one of our listeners alerted me to this so thank you so much for that but they're looking for not only contestants but they're recruiting gladiators too oh wow for a new series so we want to put this to you in in this first hour of home time this evening Based on your line of work, what would your gladiator name be? Now, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go in maybe complete black spandex, kind of slightly menacing outfit. I'm going to be called Dead Air <laughs> or Emergency Tape. <laughs> emergency Tape would be quite good. Dead Air sounds more menacing. Dead Air does sound quite good actually. Yeah, like Hawk Clark, you got any ideas of what kind of thing you might want to be? I'd go in as Mic Drop. As in just like, boom. Well, no, I'm actually dropping my pugil stick that looks like a microphone <laughs> on people's heads. So your, your USP for gladiators is dropping your pugil stick on people's I just have to heads. get on top of them to drop my mic. Okay, there's quite a lot of extra paperwork involved in your particular thing. <laughs> yeah. So based on your line of work, what would your gladiator name be? Uh, Chris says he's putting his hat in the ring as Uranus Rising. Let's hope he's an astrologist, otherwise he's banned from the show. Uh, Paul says my gladiator name would be Walkout, as I'm heavily involved in trade unions. He just walks off all the time in a half. <laughs> Which is good. I'm, I'm afraid I'm still off another one before. Please clarify, Chris. Uh, Parky's gone with floppy disk. He says it's quite retro, but I do work in IT. I would suggest that floppy disk is... is it, it's no pugil stick, is it? It's, no, it's the opposite of a pugil stick <laughs> in many ways. Uh, Wayne says he would be called overdraft without any clarification of what his job is. So hopefully this music takes you back to a happier time. Oh, it does. Happier Saturday night. You know yeah. when you're watching telly on a Saturday night and you weren't fearing the news coming on? Yeah. Because old pate faces invading somewhere or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's just a better, easier time. Gladiators is making a comeback. And we want to know, based on your line of work, because they're recruiting at the moment, what would your gladiator name be? Uh, Gary Turner, he's an accountant, and uh, says he would be performing as Abacus. I like that. <laughs> I can imagine the outfit. Uh, John says he works in logistics. His gladiator name would be The Deliverance. Undertones of that <laughs> little dust-up in the Appalachians there, yes. I'd say. Wouldn't want to go along with that one. Uh, we've got Lee on the line. Lee, mate, what would your gladiator name be? It would be Cowboy. 
you be called Cowboy, and this is based on your line of work or, or stuff that you're interested in. Please explain. Well, I was a builder for 30 years, and I was also a line dancer for 20 years, and I did instructing as well. So it all sort of fit together, and it's just a nickname I had. To clarify, you weren't obviously a cowboy builder, though, Lee, were you? No, no, no. 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 OK, and then tell us about uh, a line dancing. That's an amazing thing to be involved in. The line dancing circuit for 20 years... Yeah, yeah, I started out really early with it, um, the line dancing. I've danced all my life, but um, got into line dancing. And then after quite a few years of doing bits and pieces, I got asked if I wanted to do teaching. And I ended up um, running my own dance classes and doing dance shows all over the south of England. Fantastic. Wow. Lee, you and I might have crossed paths because back in my <laughs> youth, I did do a little bit of line dancing. Well, that's fantastic, isn't it? Is there any way we can get you guys together and just reenact a couple of moves? That'd be good. Well, it's, it? a, it's, a lo- it's a long time since I've done the vine, which I do believe was uh, uh, yeah. that's a move, isn't it, Lee? That's it. Put, put a grapevine together with a shimmy at the end. That's it. <laughs> Grab, yeah, grabbing my nice. belt buckle. That's, it sounds like one hell of an evening, uh, but be, uh, amongst consenting adults. Uh, and do you wear do you wear do you wear cowboy boots and all the all the? Is that what you guys wear I, when you do? I've still got my cowboy hats. I think I've got three of them: um, a straw one, a brown one, and a black one. Um, alas, my boots have finally worn out, and I'm on the lookout for some more. Wow! Well, uh, fantastic uh, gladiator name. Uh, here it is, cowboy. Can you please sing us out with a yeehaw? Yeehaw! Yes, Lee. Get in. Ian Roberts says he'd be called. He's an advisor. Uh, he'd be called the advisor, uh, and his, he's even come up with a catchphrase: "Put on this planet to make you safe and see you right." <laughs> He's just such a nice guy. Did gladiators have catchphrases, or has he gone a step too far? I think he's taken it way too far. Uh, Rich is in Salisbury. He says, I'm a taxi driver. My gladiator name would be Honk. Or oh. <laughs> That's terrible, though. <laughs> he goes on, or maybe the incredible Honk. It beaded seat. He should just be called beaded yes, seat. Yes, he should. Oh, uh, work, working late tonight. That'd be good. <laughs> Uh, Charlotte texted earlier on, such a good idea, we, we've had to call her back, she's on the line right now. Charlotte, good to have you on the show, what would your gladiator name be? It would be Bad Deed. Bad Deed? And why is that? What's, what's your line of work? Uh, uh, well, I'm a lawyer. Oh, I got, I got you, so you got the whole kind of like, uh, bringing down the Bad Deed on someone, some kind of special finishing move, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to avoid Bad Deed, but I just thought it sounded good and scary. Now, it sounds like you operate in a pair, you got your husband there in the car, what would he be? <laughs> oh, well, I'm an accountant. I think uh, what would put fear into people is the name Spreadsheet. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you could you could walk onto the HMRC hold music. What about that? <laughs> oh, that would be class and, and a checked outfit. Yeah, I, I had I had the idea that it, it would look something a bit like the Green Cross Code Man, quite frankly. Loving your work. Outfit sorted already. Great to speak to you guys. <laughs> There you go. Oh, you've made our day. Thank you. Uh, final word on this, uh, what would your gladiator name be thing? Uh, Di says, I'm a swimming pool engineer from Port Talbot. My gladiator name would be The Chlorinator. That's very good. Loving your work. Watch out for him on ITV soon. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So big party nights at the uh, Royal Albert Hall this week. It's the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs uh, on this week. Wet leg tonight, I believe. Uh, Saturday night, you and I hosting Kasabian at the Royal Albert Hall. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be like Ant and Dec's Saturday Night Takeaway. Yes!
but uh, there is one part about Saturday night that I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about uh, four nights out, and that is what to wear. I do find that the last couple of years, COVID particularly, uh, when obviously people were doing less, going out less, there was less events and all that kind of stuff. It was good, wasn't it? it <laughs> Uh, but I, I found as a result, my wardrobe has become decimated for what I would call smart going out wear. Because you're just at home. So it's just a uniform of T-shirts and jeans, the odd hoodie and all that kind of thing. And now suddenly, here we are, Saturday night, Royal Albert Hall no less, uh, hosting Kasabian. What to wear? It's got more complicated though, uh, as well. Like even just any form of like formalish function, because back in the day, it used to just be like dinner jacket, right? Yeah. Everything was like dinner jacket. But like yeah. now, if you turn up with, in a dinner jacket to like an event now, you look like you're at a Bond theme party. So it's quite hard to know what to wear, isn't, isn't it? it? Do you know what I mean? It's interesting you say that though, because as I was thinking about it, I was thinking, well, it's the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. You know, you get big events going on there. You got like royal events going on there. So, is a dinner jacket? You know, bow tie. That, that could even be a thing. Yeah, you, you might look like a ventriloquist dummy. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, your best interests at heart here. Do you know what I mean? But then there's the other side of things. Like, Kasabian, I love Kasabian. Serge has all those fantastic sort of, like, jumpsuits and all that kind of thing. Got some amazing stuff he wears. So do I go ultimate crazy like that? Or is there some middle in between? I don't know. So what, are you thinking of going out in Lucky? Because he sometimes wears what appears to be a hazmat. People are trying to put COVID behind them. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've seen him sort of... Uh, producer sounding good there in the corner. Thanks for the sound effects. Keeping the uh, COVID vibes of the last couple of years going. Uh, no, like, he, no, big sort of like skeleton jumpsuit you see sometimes yeah. Surge wearing. Well, I mean, it's difficult, and I feel under pressure here now, because whatever you kind of decide upon, we might have to coordinate a little well, bit Well, exactly. Knock so, on effect. So, I'm after I'm after listener advice, 8, 12, 15 for the text, tweets at Absolute Radio. I'm after your... Have yourself a consideration, or have a little think over the last three minutes. I, I will. Because I know you've done some of these events before, and I want serious advice next. I will, of course, give you an outfit that will definitely oh, be the right thing to man. do. Don't you worry about it. Cheers. Nick has suggested double denim. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, tweets to say if it was good enough for the quo, it's surely good enough. Kind of almost going back to the vibes of the uh, the line dancing from before five as well. What a revelation that was. Yeah. Also, to note that you know the bit where we'll be backstage at the Royal Albert Hall, you're right next to the dressing room of the band that are playing. So right. Kasabian will see us going to and from the stage. So they'll be eyeing up that whatever you're wearing. Yeah, making judgments. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Neil has tweeted us to say that we sh- it's, it's a gif of uh, Batman and Robin from Only Fools and Horses running oh, through. No. You see, like, that brings you into things as well, yes. Well, I mean, I'm willing, like, maybe we should just do that. Let's what? just go full fancy dress. You as Batman, me as Robin. It's exactly what Kasabian would have wanted. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I, I reckon just go completely cash. You know, you never, you know, it's quite hard to know the boundaries nowadays with what, what is kind of formal, etc. So go in a look that I would describe as bins out. <laughs> And I mean that by tracky bottoms, maybe an England rugby shirt from the early 90s and some Crocs. Fantastic. What about that? You you could just chill all night then. It's an option. I'm sorry, it was me. It's fine. It was me that was having the crisis of identity and now a lot of duo suggestions have come in. I'm happy to go along with it. We need to look on point for the night. That's for sure. Uh, Jane, what do you reckon? Um, Daphne and Josie from Some Like It Hot. Now there's a cultural reference. (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) 
I'm thinking it. Yeah, I think you could probably both pull it off as well as Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis. I think you'd be all right. Well, that's high praise. That is. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, we just looked at it online. We look like Hinge and Bracket if we're going to be doing that. There's another, another one for the kids. Another one for the kids. Oh, better than that. Nah. Um, don't be offended if we don't put it forward for the vote, eh? That's okay. No, I just can picture both of you looking like them, though. That's all. Do you know, she's got a good point, though, right? Because we're, we're going out there in front of like a, a crowd of like you know gnarly rock and roll fans, Kasabian yeah. fans. Yeah, exactly. So we need someone that's going to be an icebreaker, and also says subtext that we're not a threat. Exactly. Well, that's that what would that do does. it. That would do it, that wouldn't would it? Do it. Yeah, yeah, as long as you haven't got the mafia on you, about like those two did, you'd be all right. We need to watch that film. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's a good film, yeah, yeah. Uh, Martha says you should go with uh, a combo of... Right. ..jeans and cool trainers... Kasabian T-shirts and then a dinner jacket on top. That's oh, an abomination. This is absolutely awful. This is going to be awful. Got to get this right. We, we've gotten from now until Saturday to sort it out. Mm. Uh, Ian says, "Got to be the two Ronnies, lads." <laughs> what is what is an iconic two Ronnies kind of outfit? Uh, well, I'd say when they're sat behind the news desk, uh, and that's back to the old Dicky Bows and the glasses, isn't it? Well, we can speak to the Teenage Cancer Trust and see if they can source us a desk <laughs> at the last minute. I'd like that. It might be difficult. Uh, Carrie, what do you reckon? I think you should start off really posh, like a proper tuxedo, look at all, you know, suave. Yeah. And, you know, everyone changes up, you know, every couple of hours, what, every ten minutes or something. Then slowly change, and then... At the end of the night, PJs. Well, so a little bit like Lady Gaga or Beyonce, just yes. constant outfit changes right the way through yes. the night. Definitely. Jeans, you know, chinos, and then, then PJs and, like, onesies. You've okay. done this before, haven't you? So how many times do you reckon we sort of, like, get to go on stage? I think we come on we come on stage about four times, I okay. think, overall. So that's four different outfits right there. Oh, so, yeah, you could pull it off. So if we started in the tuxedo and then there's only a couple of different phases before we're in PJs in the last one. Well, we've, we've ended up back at the Bins Outlook that I was talking about earlier on, so it's like a regression of fashion. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Tracy's in Manchester says, lads, you've got to go as Danny and Johnny from the Karate Kid. Some wax on, some wax off moves, practice the crane kick for the end of the night. What about that as a finale? Just before Kasabian come on, I sweep your leg. They'd love that. They would absolutely love that. Uh, keep those coming in. You don't have to decide right now. You can decide maybe end of play tomorrow. You see what see what the options are. We'll make a decision tomorrow ahead of buying. This is the Daily Takeaway. Slew Radio, congratulations. You've made it to midweek games night. And it's time for somebody to once again win the much sought-after Hometime Tea Town. And now we like to play around with different stuff with to do with sound and the way that people hear and interpret information on this show. And tonight we're pushing the boundaries of science again. Yes, a brand new game that we're introducing tonight called Canov. Okay. Canov. Canov. Uh, the way this game works is like this. We've got a Canov something, something. Uh, that I have opened and we've mic'd up the sound of that can being opened and its contents uh, coming out uh, into a bowl here in the studio. So you might be one of those people who, like, maybe if someone's opened something in the kitchen, you can hear it and you're yeah. straight in there. Like, one of our, our daughters, if, if you have any form of toast or open a, ba- a packet of crisps, you turn around, they're at your feet. Yeah. You know, they want some of it as well. So maybe you've got that same kind of superpower, but with cans of stuff. Uh, and maybe you want to win a home-time tea towel. So <laughs> put those two things yeah. together. Have a listen to this. So during the last song, in a controlled environment, I've recorded the sound of a can being opened but the question is what is this a can of
very unsettling shaking sound of it dropping into the bowl just at the end of that. It's not as loud as I thought it was going to be, I must be honest. That's what makes it so good. It's, yeah. This is not a tapping by any means. Here it is one more time. Can off. I think because we are giving away a home time tea towel to the winner, it can't be a tapping. No, and exactly. It's got to be tough. And only only an elite group of people have got one of these tea towels because there are, you know, a limited amount of them. Ooh. What's that then? <laughs> it's a can of something being opened, but what is that a can of, if you can correctly guess? You win a home time tea towel. Who's this? It's Vicky. Nikki? It's Vicky with a V, not an N. How <laughs> ironic that we've misheard the yeah. name uh, when we're playing a game that is all about people's hearing. <laughs> terrible start. Terrible, terrible start. <laughs> so, Vicky, uh, do you quite get it hearing stuff in other rooms, unlike me? <laughs> Uh, very much so. I know where food is. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Well, there's an air of confidence to uh, Vicky here. Well, tell us, Vicky, what's that a can of? I'm going to guess like spaghetti. Okay, and why, why are you saying spaghetti? Because you, should, I don't know about everyone else's spaghetti, but when I open my spaghetti, it generally just falls out in a block. Okay. And then you have to shake it a little bit to get the last bits out. Vicky, can I tell you, it's a very, very, very interesting guess. You're nearly there, but not quite. OK. <laughs> That's all we can say. All we can say. Thank you for playing Canov. That's all right, no worries. Thanks, Linda. See you soon. <laughs> Hello, home time. Who's this? Joe from Wolverhampton. Joe Bush. Joe, thank you very much. I'm on the right line now. Joe, lovely to speak to you. How's your day been? It's been all right, thank you. How's yours? Well, good. It sounds like you're literally on top of your car right now going along. So, have you any idea what that was a can of that Richie was emptying into a bowl? I'm going to go for a can of tuna. A can of tuna. Oh. Um, I love tuna. I love tuna too. Particularly with mayo, but uh, that is not what was being emptied there. I can tell you that very, very um, concisely. He's, he's been unequivocal about that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. No problem. Thank Take care. Bye. 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 Hello, Canov Hotline. Who's this? Hello, it's Paul from Cardiff. Paul from Cardiff. Are you quite good at listening to sounds and knowing what they are, even though you can't see them, Paul from Cardiff? I'm amazing. Amazing. Well, <laughs> going to be embarrassing if you get this wrong, Paul. What was that a can it of? Really is. Well, I reckon that was a can of tuna and brine. Tuna and brine. I mean, you're a little bit more yeah. specific than the uh, the previous guess, uh, but it doesn't make you any more right. Sorry, my friend. It's good, but it's not right. Oh, never mind. Dave Berry would not like us having brine in this studio. Oh, he'd absolutely hate that on his jeans, wouldn't he? Let's take some more guesses. Who's this? Uh, it's My name's Johnny Bolton. Hello, Johnny. Are you all right, Johnny? Who's in the background there making those noise? Uh, my kids and my missus. Tell them from us. From, just give you give you five minutes peace because you can't hear yourself think. Can you please pass that on to them? <laughs> well, do you know what? I've walked upstairs out of the way. Best place for you. Here. Stay up there, mate. Uh, and it's all about hearing. You need peace and quiet. Uh, Johnny, what was that can of? I think it's a can of mackerel in tomato sauce. <laughs> oh, I love That's one of my favourites. It clears the lounge whenever I eat it. <laughs> it's lovely stuff. Ironically, if Johnny was downstairs, if he'd opened a can of mackerel and tomato sauce, he would have got the piece and quite he wanted. We should do that in the future, Johnny. Yeah. An interesting yes, well, guess, because yeah. you, you've gone with something that is something that is in something there, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Very yeah. clever. Uh, it's wrong, but um, oh, sorry, Johnny. Oh, I thought I had that, mate. Oh, well, never back, mind. Back you go downstairs. Cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. See ya. Can of! Who's this? It's Joe. 
Hello, Joe. Joe, where are you calling from? Where are you representing? I'm representing Nuneaton. Okay, well, let's just say right now, so far this evening, the girls have been quite close, the guys have been way off. Mm. Right, okay. Joe of Nuneaton, can you uh, change that? What was that a can of? A can of mushy peas. Would you eat mushy peas, Richie? No. There you go, no. Uh, So I didn't buy a can of mushy peas, and that's not what it was. Nice food, though. Gives you thoughts of maybe having chippy tea this evening, possibly, Joe. Uh, What are you thinking? Maybe, if I'm lucky. We'll see. We'll see. Can't believe it's undecided at this late stage in the evening. Thanks, Joe. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Home time, who's this? It's Geraldine from Birmingham, and it sounds like a can of beans. (laughs) It does sound like a can (laughs) of beans. It really does. Geraldine, are you straight to the point on everything? Yeah. She doesn't mess around. <laughs> well, what about that sound made you think to yourself, this is beans, this is, I've got to get on the phone, this is beans? Yeah. What about it, though? What was? What about that sound? I said it sounds like a tin of can of beans getting opened. Yeah. Point. Yeah, you, you're right, Geraldine, it does sound like that, but it's, it's not. It's not right. Well, it's soup, then. <laughs> Geraldine, I'm afraid <laughs> we, we, we can't allow a second guess. <laughs> So, Geraldine. She's a live wire. She really is. We love you, Geraldine. Bye. Bye, cheers, bye. bye. Okay. out of here. And on that note, it rolls over to next week. Canoff will be back. It'll never be better, but it'll be back. This is The Daily Takeaway. So, if you enjoyed Canov during this particular episode of The Daily Takeaway today and you're listening at the good people at Challenge TV, home time at absoluteradio.co.uk is uh, how to get in touch with our people. Not only that as well, uh, I get to eat, I ate what it was. So, every time we do it each week, I'm like I'm like the butcher's dog. Yes. I just get to eat the cast off. So, uh, you know, if it rolls over, that's not so good for me because I'm not going to get another can of it. Do Does that I mean? mean that I then have to go and buy another can of this for next week? Yep. <laughs> Got to keep on getting them.